0: Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Episode twelve of my version podcast. Giddy up! I have been sick for what feels like ever, and um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that was the wonderful introduction from Outcasts. The whole world. One of my favorite songs, but really I think about that song all the time when I start something and I go, all right, here you go. I just hear that, that, that intro. So anyway, uh, I do love it. Um, it has been a little while, uh, since the last podcast with the psychedelics, Mark and Cindy, grandpa Mark and Gigi. As my kids know her, know them, um, back in Florida, back, spent some great time with my family, got everybody sick and then, uh, been sleeping, sick, uh, sleeping, doctor's appointments, kids took off. It's been great. And then work in between, but we have had another awesome, exceptionally great week. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm talking a little too close to this, to be honest, uh we do have magic mastering uh and so hopefully it sounds good but anyway nonetheless this episode we shall talk about uh real estate and i thought you know that'd be a cool episode to have one day so uh, excuse me uh and i got the idea because the other day uh 2 days ago I saw a notification on Facebook that said it's been 10 years with a picture of uh, my cabin in West Virginia. Uh, I was 23 years old and I bought a three acres and a, and a cabin because it was on Thornbottom Road. And right now in my office, I'm looking at Thornbottom Road, a picture of the cabin. But more importantly, what I value more is the street sign that I, you know, stole um, and have in my possession. But anyway, uh, yes. So that was my first property I ever bought was a three acres and a cabin in lost city or lost river, depending, you know, who's calling it what and both unincorporated in West Virginia. Um, I bought it because of, uh, I had a a business partner at the time and he had a cool cabin over by Kimsey Lake back there. And I uh, really enjoyed spending time where there's no cell phone reception. Um, There's, you know, you can see all the stars at night um, and just it's so quiet, it's peaceful, especially at a time in my life. I know I was only 23, but stressed, high stress, you know, where you have a lot of people calling you every single day. Um, you know, constant putting fires out, uh, you know, just stuff like that. And both of us, it was a great place to just go back to. Um, and you know, like I said, I liked his place. We, we ate lunch at this little lost river grill place. And sure enough, I catch, you know, in the corner of my eye, I see my name. It says thorn. It says thorn bottom road house for sale or cabin for sale and i pay- I spent uh nineteen thousand dollars nine nineteen thousand call it nineteen nine call it twenty grand um, I don't remember I think it was nineteen thousand but we'll call it twenty um, and I actually showed up because I didn't want there to be any issue whatsoever you know so I showed up with cash uh, at the title company to pay for it and um forgive the rumbling outside you can hear someone on a motorcycle that's just idling for whatever reason. Um, but anyway, okay, it's getting annoying. Anyway, uh, the, um, cabin, uh, I spent 19 grand when I showed up at the title company with $19,000 in cash and they had never seen that kind of money apparently before because they told me several times. And asked me to go to a bank and get it turned into a cashier's check. Um, You know, I I just wanted to get the keys. I didn't want, you know, there to be any hiccups with lag time, having a check clear or anything like that. I didn't know the exact amount, so I couldn't get a money order. And I didn't have a checkbook. I was back in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia. Um, And it's not like I put this deal together in one day, I just forgot the checkbook. Uh, So when I got back there, um, yeah. They tried not to accept cash and then um, they did eventually accept cash. So I spent 19 grand on that and uh, I never spent one full night there. Uh, I spent lots of nights at Adam's or my old partner's uh, cabin, but um, i had never spent any time more than just visiting and more than just some time with my dog putting in a bathroom uh, in the cabin and painting the cabin. Uh, inside and out. I spent several days there all day long, you know, until night, uh, but never actually overnight. There was no electricity to the cabin yet. Um, I did put in a septic tank. Uh, We were able to connect to the neighbors well, although we never had. We just had permission and electricity could have been trenched out. I just didn't do it at this point yet. And eventually I sold it for a profit Um, I sold it for $36,000, uh, during COVID or right before COVID, maybe 2019. Um, so that was great. Uh, and that was my first real estate, um, my first real estate transaction. So 23, I got a place on Thornbottom road. Couldn't really tell you the, uh, address because I didn't find out the address was something completely different until I finally went to sell it. I thought it was 16 Thorn Bottom Road. That that was not it. Because it's not like you can get to this place by GPS anyway. It's in like the George Washington National Forest. It's a really cool, really cool cabin. I painted it black. Um, I'll, I'll put a picture actually as the, uh, oh, that'll be a good idea. I'll put a picture as the, you know, the thumbnail for this. Uh, the next, next real estate venture would have been uh, Turkey Drive in McGackiesville. Um, and that's Massanutten for those of you that don't know Megaki'sville. It has a timeshare uh development or resort and properties. Uh you have, you know, four different or five different uh timeshare resorts with a small ski slope, um, you know, indoor and outdoor water park. It's considered a four-season resort. Uh it's, you know, mini golf, horseback riding, um, all kinds of cool stuff. And it's in the middle of, you know, nowhere by JMU, James Madison University, uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia. So anyway, another reason I had that was because the same partner had a house there in Penn Laird and I, you know, I, I I, at one point, uh, really, you know, this guy was a mentor to me, so I, I lived close. We, we hung out together on our days off all the time when I was back in town, wherever town would be. And, uh, sure enough, this was a cool house. The opportunity came about. It was $186,000 when I bought it. Um, and I had bought it right before, at this time, the property, uh, value was going up. Um. I bought it in 2015, I believe. I can pull it up. But 2015 in July. And it was a 3 bedroom, 3 bath um full bath split level. You would you would go in and it it was on top of a mountain. It backed up the it well, the whole backyard was the rest of the mountain going up, all limestone. At the top, it peaked with a hiking trail, and you'd see bears. we had a bear live under our deck um, it was really, really cool house. you walked in right, you go up this massive hill and it kind of meanders around. you could really only drive from you know one side like if you came up if you came up going you know say uh, west on Turkey Drive. You wouldn't be able to go up my driveway. You'd actually have to go around, swing a U-turn, and go come come in from east to go up this giant meandering driveway. And I had I had two Hummers at the time, so go figure. We we could get up there, but uh, it still was a pain in the ass. And I mean, we, I call it dead man's corner because if you cornered too quickly on the right hand side going up, or on the left hand side coming down. Your tire would completely just go into a, you know, three foot hole. You'd be on three wheels and you'd be, uh, effed. All right. Fucked. A proper fucked. But, um, and that's happened where you'd have to pull out the wenches. Um, you know, I Airbnb'd the property one time and someone did that and they pulled out the wenches and wenched it to a dead tree and then the tree fell down. So go figure. Um, property manager who still property manages that property today. Uh, actually took care of that for me though. Good guy. Um, you can Airbnb the property still to this day. It's, it's called the Hilltop Hideaway, uh, on Airbnb. It's uh, Turkey drive. The cool thing about it is I built a custom, uh, I custom built a, uh, bookshelf that now I'll get to in a second. Um, and it, it's an amazing property up at the top of, you know, mass, it, it, backed up to the mountain. So it was all green space behind there. You, you can't build, uh, anything, you know, behind you. Um, the front again was, you know, a, a mountain that you'd have to tip the pizza guys, $20 when they delivered pizza. Cause you just felt bad. They would, everyone, everyone that visited would stay at the bottom of the driveway and I'd watch walk up and it was, I let you know I was watching. It was hilarious because I would just stand in the in the window in the dining room and just watch as the, you struggled to get up this mountain. It was the driveway. I, I'll have to post videos. Taking the trash out was nightmarish. I mean, you'd burn 1,600 calories going up and down taking the trash out. But um, anyway, so we, uh, um, I say we because my beautiful wife Olivia and our son Bodhi lived there with me for, I don't know, like, three or four or five, six months. And then we sold the house because it's in the middle of nowhere. And if you spend any time there, eventually you'll say, okay, it's time to move. You know, I can't be, you know, to go to Walmart was like a day trip. You know, you, by the time you got out, it'd be, you know, 45 minutes to get there. You know, you'd go into town once, God forbid you had to go into town twice. Oh my God, shoot me. If you had to go three times in the town in the same day, it was the worst. It took 15 minutes to get out just to the, to the entrance of the, you know, property, uh, of Massanutton And then, you know, you make a right and you go down, what is that? 33 for like another, you know, 15, 20 minutes before you get into town. Um, but it was a, it was a cool town, slow pace of life. Um, anyway, that's small live in Virginia. But, uh, the cool part about the property was, um, uh, as I had started to mention, when you walk in, you would walk in, to a split level, so you know you go up five steps or down five steps, whatever it was. And if you went down five steps, all you would see is you know your your closet. To the right would be the entrance into the garage. It was a two car garage, an oversized two car garage. Um, to your left, at the you know, would just be like a bookshelf, and then also it would catch your eye. Just under the stairs is a giant vault door. So, you know, it's a 300 pound vault door that led to what I had, I had a gun, I'd built a gun safe in there. And then you would just turn back around and say, okay, nothing downstairs, you'd go back upstairs. Upstairs, you were, you know, you you walked into a, um, you know, a, a nice living room. Uh, it had really nice tray ceilings, um, You look to your left, there was the dining room. Dining room had a really cool uh, Viking kitchen table that I had made. And then there was a galley kitchen to the left of that. Um, And, you know, it was just real simple kitchen, uh, like a a serving kitchen, a galley kitchen. And then, you know, it had a deck outside that looked into the mountains, you know, looked up to the mountains. You'd see deer out there all the time, skunks, squirrels, occasional bear. Um, you know, all kinds of snakes. So then you, you know, make, there was a bathroom right at the top of the stairs. So there was a bathroom right next to the living room. You make the right down the hall and that led to two, um, I'm sorry, three master bedrooms. Mine to the left at the end of the hall, which was the master suite, which had its own full bathroom in there and full walk-in closet. And then also its own private deck And then to the right would have been at the end of the hall, Bodie's room, which had bunk beds that we put that are still in there for the Airbnb that had, um, they're really cool. They're like wood, solid wood bunk beds. They, they match the, you know, the house. So, so perfect. It's a cedar house. So, you know, you can figure. And then, um, outside, I'm sorry, then the next bedroom, as you were, you know, coming back from the end of the hall, the next bedroom would have been your guest bedroom, which was, you know, it, it, if you looked out that window, it was nice because you're on the front of the property. So you're seeing across the street. Um, and you're just looking, you know, out at, you know, other houses and stuff because you're so high up. Uh, it was a really cool, unique house. Um, I did wind up selling it. Uh, that was a mother's day gift. We we actually have the paperwork still, but I gave it to Olivia as a Mother's Day gift because I knew she wasn't comfortable living there. And, and then when I had to go on the road and she'd be there uncomfortable by herself, it, it just was unfair. So um, we sold that house, uh, although I wish I could have kept it just to, to profit from because it was a great Airbnb. Uh, because, all right, so you go back downstairs and you go, you know, look at that bookshelf. If you were to push that bookshelf, and it's solid wood, solid pine, Um, if you were to, if you were to push that bookshelf, well, you could, and it would open up to like a 900 square foot, um, you know, basement essentially that people didn't know was there because there's no windows. It was carved into the mountain. So, um, when you go in there, there's a full bathroom to your right. There's a, uh, beautiful leather couch. That was a a gift actually, um, There was, I had this cool post wall, which is actually in my office now here. I'm looking at it. Um, And that was like, you know, that took up a whole wall. It's just an antique post office that has, you know, three by six and then six by like eight. So like 48 plus 18, uh, like uh, 66 or something like that post office office uh, PO boxes. And then like a, a window, you could, you know, an old Virginia post office. So anyway, it was a cool wall. You can see it on the Instagram, but, um, on my Instagram, not the Instagram. Uh, but so anyway, that was, it was a really cool, like aesthetic. And then, uh, I built a cool bar. It had a, it had a small, you know, little wet bar station, but I put shelving up, you know, with the, you know, the pipe and the, you know, stained pine and, you know, the pipe, it looked, it looked, um, I don't know what the word I forget. It's like a, not modern, but uh, industrial. It looked industrial. So um, that was a cool house. I mean, that was really neat, unique in that sense. And then if you, if you were to open up the vault door, oh my God, I, I, I put the faux brick in there and I had guns galore. I mean, it was, you know, awesome, really cool. And then in that, even in that if you were to look past all the guns and, you know, everything around you, all this brick and gun work hanging on the walls is guns everywhere. And it looked really nice because I used magnets for pistols. So they just buckled right up against the wall seamlessly. And then I used, you know, bike rack things for, you know, the actual gun, for the, you know, assault rifles, all that stuff. So then, but if you were to look at the shelf, there was a shelf with ammunition on it. And if you were to look under that shelf, it had guns on there, shotguns, etc. If you were to push that, that led into under the stairs. So, I mean, imagine, you know, where you could crawl underneath stairs, that's where that was. So um, you could then crawl and hide back there. There was enough room for our family of three at the time. Um, and, you know, God forbid, it was our little, you know, I thought that was neat. We had like MREs back there and yoga mats to sit on. And, you know, I didn't really, we never really sat back there, but it was just a neat thing to have. So even if you got into the vault, you still didn't know that there was another secret room inside. Um, thought that was neat. So what else? Uh, uh around this time I had, uh, it was not real estate, but it's a business. So it, I'm, I'm a Florida realtor now, um, licensed inactive, uh, but did well with real estate during COVID when, you know, it was, times were tough with any other businesses. And, um, so in business down here, at least in Florida, you, you do, Business is actually real estate. A lot of times you use a realtor or get a title company involved, et cetera. But uh, I didn't use any real estate or realtor up, up north, but we did. I did have a, a partner, Juan, uh, who will be on this podcast eventually, Mr. Ayala, uh great friend, awesome, dear friend, um, 553 Campbell Avenue in West Haven, Connecticut. We owned a cell phone store for a few years. Um, that was an adventure. Uh, more so for him than I. I was, uh, the silent partner in that, but, um, spending time up there and seeing what we did. I mean, it, it was phenomenal how hard working he is, uh, as far as, you know, not just, not just keeping the place clean, having it stocked and building a brand there when there's a Boost Mobile next door and another Metro PCS, you know, two of them within 1.1 miles around us. And he had at a, I mean, I watched and you can look up today. There are over 225 five-star reviews that he earned specifically mentioning him. And now he, that value transcended into a career with uh, T-Mobile and he is crushing it there in T-Mobile corporate America. So uh, congratulations one, uh, which brings us to our next real estate venture, which is the hundred acres we're about to buy. Um, I'm very excited about. There's a hundred acres that we're going to turn into Juan and I um, with a uh, investor are going to turn into a campground uh, and then into a luxury yurt uh, rental place, you know, that will offer, you know, uh, it's right on a reservoir right on water. Um, it's, you know, the land perks. Uh, I don't want to mention the address or any specifics because, you know, where we're, you know, in negotiations with buying it and, uh, I'm excited. So that'll be kind of like a legacy property that hopefully, you know, I look for long-term like land banks or, you know, this being an investment would be something that is, you know, our kids can inherit. So hopefully, uh, by the time my kids listen to this podcast, they have a hundred acres up North in um, new England. That they call, you know, uh, a fun vacation property that, you know, I've taken them up there several dozen times, hopefully. So, um, well, that's a dream. Not a dream. It's a goal. A dream is a goal without a deadline. So, uh, this is a goal that is being worked on. And, um, yeah, I'll keep you posted about that. I'm sure Juan will want to talk about it. Um other than that, real estate wise, I sold, uh, almost $3 million in real estate in the first two months. I was a realtor and then, um, got into solar. So, and then solar turned back into travel and, um, just, you know, doing all kinds of little things here and there. Uh, but mostly sales, actually it's all sales and investing and reading and learning. Um, I'm, I'm happy to say I'm an avid reader and I like to, uh, also, write all the time, um, not just ideas, but like, or not just stories or anything, but like, you know, cool business models that that I think would, you know, if come to fruition, or you know, when the time it comes to, that I'd be able to pull the trigger quickly uh, or quicker because I have the lists and the information and the ideas and the brainstorming and it's all written down and accessible. You know, in I, I carry around a Passion Planner all the time. So uh, I will say this. It's not sponsored by Passion Planner, but, I mean, uh, here's the one I have next to me now. And in my drawer here, I have 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023. Uh, so I have, this is, I'm working on my fifth year with Passion Planner. Uh, and I consider it a, uh, I don't know, critical or an integral part of my daily life, uh, weekly life for sure. I do go a couple, you know, days or weeks, even sometimes, you know, without it, uh, you know, you just fall off for a minute. Uh, and then you just get back on and you start going back and you use those empty pages to catch up or to, you know, just use as other brainstorming pages. And, uh, I definitely recommend. So one day, maybe it'll be sponsored by passion planner, but if not, you know what, who cares? I I'm just a huge, uh, huge supporter. And, uh, I recommended it to several people of which I know a half of those people actually went forward and bought it. So anyway, um, thanks for listening. Uh, not much else here in the real estate department, other than I plan on having a hundred million dollar real estate portfolio in the next, you know, five to 10 years. I want to own a hotel, uh, which will turn into a couple of hotels and, um, Obviously, this hundred acres that we're going to turn into a nice uh, campground, luxury yurt, and eventually unique Airbnb situation. Would would anyone stay in a bunker? Would you stay in a bunker if if it were accessible through Airbnb to stay in? You know, a a thirty by uh, I don't know, no, no, I'm sorry, fifteen foot diameter by like. Uh, You could do a 30-foot one, but then you could also do like a 110-foot one uh, bunker underground. You know, I think that'd be a cool Airbnb. It's functional, but it's also functional, you know, if you ever need it. So anyway, just some ideas. I thought that'd be cool. Um, I do also want to shout out, uh, because I'm working on lists right now, and lists I think are important with brainstorming. So uh, shout out to James Alcature. Alcature, I think is how you say his name. He's a funny dude. Um, He's a great... Uh, writer, author with, uh, it's called, um, skip the line, great book. And I got to reread it actually. Um, and we'll bring that up in the book club. So I'll do a book club episode and, uh, you know, just talk about some cool books one of these days and that'll definitely be in there. Um, but he taught me to make lists and if you make lists and if you do it frequently, he does it like, you know, multiple times a day, but, um, it, it, it definitely keeps your brain going and more importantly, your brain focused on things that actually matter. So that's all I got to say today. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. Uh, I love you, kids. Um, and uh, that's it. Take care, guys. Bye.